Good. Coming through. Clean. I mean, you sound, all, you sound all right. I, I mean, I got the pop filter on and everything. You know? I don't know if I would use the word good, but I'd say okay. I have to click right. my finger because well, it I'm sucks. I'm going to have to reach out to the Snowball company then. <laughs> I have to click my finger because it syncs the audio with the... I have to record it separately on my recorder. And then it's just really weird. I thought that this whole process would have been much more streamlined. However, it is what it is. So anyways, I kind of wanted to hit you with this question. No introductions. This is just Chris. Okay. You know, I mean, if you come back, maybe. (laughs) maybe We'll we'll see how this one goes. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of wanted to just hit you with this one uh, ROI question. I bought two items and I'm wondering if you can guess which one had the greatest return on investment. So the first item was a mirror that goes, it's a uh, anti anti fogging mirror that goes into your shower. Okay. (laughs) I mean, you've got a, you've got a bald head, so (laughs) I don't know what else you could be uh, shaving. And the other, the other is the new Apple TV 4k. Um, you kind of dress it up like a trick question, but I'm still going to say the Apple TV. Surprisingly not. I'm, <laughs> I know I really, I, I know I completely bagged on the Roku box or whatever that, you know, yeah. poverty box is that you were talking okay, about. Relax. I have a TV. It's a Roku TV, not a little box. <laughs> oh, Roku actually, they actually, uh, hawk off TVs then, huh? Is that what the, is that what they're doing? Basically, now? instead of having the, instead of having the box, yeah, it's just a Roku TV. So it has all the app. On the main screen. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, I mean, I I bought this Apple TV. I plug it in. I see that you can download games. I sent you a message telling you, hey, I'm going to be the next big online gaming streamer. I mean, I think that's an untapped resource. Exactly. Until I found out that the game library is almost non-existent. So they have like three games? Pretty much. Three like good games out of 20. So you can master those? I could. And make them competitive? And what's really sad is I thought that, okay, well, maybe... Maybe they're going to come out with some more games later on. This box has been out for like two years. It's kind of sad. Yeah. It's not good if they haven't developed. I know. It's going to be that next big thing. I mean, I I thought that maybe they would try to compete with, you know, the Nintendo Switch out there. My brother's asking me, well, if it can play Fortnite, then maybe it's worth it. It can't. Yeah. I mean, isn't the the running joke that Skyrim can play on anything? So maybe that's a... (laughs) That's the next big thing, Skyrim on Apple TV. I know, unfortunately, Skyrim is is also a game that's unavailable. I mean, you would be surprised. Even even things like Monopoly, of all the games, like even Hasbro games that that are out, yeah. the only one that's available is the game Risk, which. But Risk is a great game, except it takes a lot of time. Okay, then you're the only person on the planet Earth that I know that, wow. <laughs> that enjoys the game Risk. A risk is amazing. You don't like that? You well, just have to take Australia and then it's game over. <laughs> you start with Australia and you work your way out. Oh man. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I spoke too soon because I've never I've never played it myself. So well, but either way. You have eight hours on a Saturday to kill. I mean, I'd rather kill eight hours with like something like Monopoly, you know? Yeah, but that's friendship rage inducing. I know. I mean, I'm you know, who who's trying to keep their friendships anyways? True. I guess it's a good way to lose it if you're trying to, you know. <laughs> but I mean, segueing into things, we've got Chris on the podcast for the first time. So welcome. Sure. Thank, thank you for thank you. thank you for being a part of this. I mean, 
we've really tried to to lock this down for quite some time now, but I know you have a very busy schedule and a bumpy road. <laughs> I know. I mean, this whole setup that I have to to work with here, it's like a, a wires and cables are everywhere and I hope to get this all cleaned up sooner rather than <clears> later. I mean, being a secondary guest, just trying to fill me in whenever that's been the main problem. <laughs> One of our big, big hurdles. I know I've had these like these heaters of guests that's just yeah. they've canceled on me. You're and a pop, popular podcast. I, I just don't want to feel like I'm like you're the, just a fallback person, you know, like I, I'm used to it. I am married. <laughs> so. I figured I figured you'd be used to it. But anyways, the. I kind of, well, we, we talked about this at work and so I figured we'd get into it now since you're fully, fully cleansed and binged out of the Umbrella Academy, uh, yep. a pretty awesome season on Netflix. For anybody listening, we're going to be talking about this show. There are going to be spoilers. You have been warned. So yeah, you have about 10 seconds to <laughs> turn down the volume. Yeah. If you don't <laughs> want to know anything, just go ahead and skip the entire episode because <laughs> we're just going to get into our thoughts. Um, talk about plotline. Is there even going to be a season two? I guess that right there is a mini spoiler in itself. But anyways, Umbrella Academy, what'd you think? And yeah. Um, okay. So we watched, I think two episodes the first night and watched another episode on Tuesday. Uh And then we finished it out pretty much five episodes, I think on Friday and last Saturday. Okay. Um, we, and I'm speaking about my wife and I, we both really <laughs> liked it. Uh, I think that there is some questions like why didn't he, once he figured out who was the cause of the apocalypse, yeah. why didn't he just, I'm travel right back to that point before Luther locked her up. He can time travel back, he knows. And that's what sets it off. So if, the, if he could just time travel back, why didn't he just do that just himself? Just time travel back to that one specific point and just fix Vanya before she goes all blistered. Well, I guess they they kind of answer that right at the end, though, in the opera scene where he says that Vanya is always the the reason for the apocalypse, <laughs> and that that creeper of a boyfriend dude, he's just yeah. sort of the the spark Errol, that ignites. Yeah, she's the bomb. He's the spark. The fuse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the wick whatever you want to <laughs> whatever you want to call it but he's he's the um well yeah the fees we'll just say fees yeah. and <laughs> so i think that even even he and himself realized that he couldn't really go back to that distinct point because there are other times throughout the series where he's sent back in time to accomplish a certain thing a certain mission uh one of which was to assassinate kennedy and so right. he was the one who was there who was supposed to do it. Yet when he opens that portal to then travel back in time, the assassination still happens. So I'm under the impression that this entire um, group or corporate group that they have, they're constantly sending agents to ensure that the timeline remains the same. So even if he were to go back to that point when Luther locks her up, something else is happening to prevent that. He almost has to figure out an ultimate reason like inception to go back to when she's just a babe and change her completely. I think, um, I think we'll find out if there's a season two. I know I've not read anything 
<laughs> and even if they did, I mean, you we're already so invested in these characters as adults. Yeah. To go back and watch them as kids, it's like, whoa. Yeah, you know, I feel I like I feel uh, overall the show was really well done, but I, I think they missed a lot on the, like the they were trying to make dramatic scenes and oh yeah, it's like they kind of flopped a little on it. It's like they kind of put them in the like it seemed forced, like well, they wanted drama scenes, so they tried to force it. I don't know. It just didn't. Maybe that's the actress fault. I don't. Know. Well, again, just, yeah, it, it definitely could have been like, well, for example, when they had to dismantle or Diego dismantled his mom. his mom yeah <laughs> like slit her wrist open and start pulling some wires um that definitely seemed like it was just like they got in this huge fight down in the lobby or down in the their dad's yeah. bar and then he's like okay well i guess i'm gonna just go dismantle mom then because she's acting kind of wild it's like yeah. maybe just sleep on it bro you know you just got in a really yeah. big in a really big tussle i don't really yeah. think oh, you, oh can- you didn't hear anything mom oh okay well i'm gonna <laughs> cut your wrist open and Activate you. I know, like what? I didn't understand like the 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 bridge between. Well, she didn't hear anything. She, you know, she didn't think to call the police or go into full on cyborg mode and come down yeah. and help. Well, why do we need to dismantle her? She's not doing any harm to anybody. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But again, the emotional scene. I mean, they started with him like having this stutter, and then she helps him through it. And I think that yeah, that was kind of like a weird, like maybe he'd been touched kind of scenario going on too. So he might've had like a, a bigger connection to her than it's almost like we as the audience have to piece that together. They didn't really convey that very well. No, I agree. And so what were your thoughts on uh, monkey boy? The uh, half Pogo or Luther? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luther. I don't know. He, he was trying to be like a Captain America. <laughs> kind of fell flat. Um, I don't like when shows have like whether do like a whole give up basically in I think episode seven or six, they did an entire episode and then they're like, oh, none of this really happened because we time travel back or we changed something. Oh, like, I hate yeah. when shows do that. Or or it was a whole dream the entire time. Like that just means that like whatever you wasted time watching didn't never happen. It didn't really mean anything to you. I think that's and like, like that scene too of writing. Yeah, they like they did. They even like tried to tease stuff, but then they never re- really revisited the stuff that they were teasing. Like, I don't know. I I, I hate when shows do that. <laughs> That's just a personal thing. Um, that was an interesting so, dance like, break though that they had before yeah, they went with back. Luther and Allison. Yeah, but it didn't mean anything. It seemed like <laughs> it had just, they continued just, on with that timeline, things would have been fine. Yeah, or close, or it, if not, you know, they would have died happy, you know. <laughs> but yeah, because if Vanya is the one that blows off the moon and of the apocalypse like they were nowhere near happening in that episode yeah and what happens if they just like let her play out like luther has been messing everything up he is the number one problem for the whole thing <laughs> he, he locked her up people didn't want that That's he tried true. to attack her from both sides pissed her off didn't like that then they tried again attacked her from all sides didn't work out like he's the one pissing her off yeah i think he just I- needs to stay out of it he maybe he just wasn't really a good choice to be number one to be the leader of this group, this ragtag yeah. bunch. Well, Diego was even like, you know, if you're gonna be number one, step up to the plate. Now's your time. Yeah, he still didn't even. Still, didn't play. yeah, coming coming at him from both sides, it just didn't seem like, you know, the best, maybe strategic plan. 
Yeah, and, well, literally, they just tried it, and he's like, oh, let's try it again. <laughs> it was the exact same plan. Like, why would it work this time? And I didn't I get know. why uh, why Homegirl, she, I mean, she had the gun to the back of her head. She had her dead to rights. She could have ended it all, but decided yeah. to shoot next to the ear. You had to throw her, I guess, off or whatever from playing. But. Just, like, scare her a little bit, and then you get this... Omega blast into the moon, which did look pretty cool when that moon yeah. blew. I'm I've never had a, a gun shot next to my ear, but I imagine I would blow up the moon. So <laughs> I don't blame her. Well, I mean, I I would imagine it would have blown her eardrum out. I saw no blood or anything like that. And when they decided to all just travel back to the past per number five, he was saying yeah. that this is the only way we can do this. We gotta go back and sort of just change her. It seems like it's just a, a huge cluster when you have to combat agents who are trying to maintain this timeline for an apocalypse. And it's it's such like a cheap way. Oh, we'll just time travel. Like I hate that's an ability. Like, oh, let's just time time travel back and fix everything again. Like yeah. what would stop him from ever to keep doing it over and over and over again? That it seems like that would just be the rest of your life. Like you would always have yeah. to do this over and over and over again. To get the outcome. Yeah, and even then, I mean, you have that opposing factor. So are we in agreement that the commissioner sends out hit squads? So they're both... Because earlier on in the episode, I wasn't sure if the hit squad, like the uh, just the gunmen, the regular you know thugs, Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were both them and the assassins were linked, but it clearly seems that... I think so. Organization, yeah. I mean, I... I I'm pretty sure it probably states it like in a comic somewhere, but I think that they're probably the, just the first line, just, uh, yeah. you know what? We got this issue. Y'all go out there and do it. Distract them and, and sacrifice yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Let the assassins kind of build the big stuff. Yeah, they failed. And so clearly you have, you know, top tier corporate men and women who have to come out and do, do the dirty work. So the commissioner lady, the hand, she's not the handler, right? Or is, or is that, was that specific, like the handler, is that specific to people's certain cases or is the handler like the big dude they haven't, no, we haven't even really touched on. Is that, from my understanding, she's the handler, but I, I could be wrong. I thought the handler was a person who manages each individual's case. case. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so maybe, maybe I missed miss the term, homology. But um, even then, it, it's interesting to think, well, who is she working for as well? Because right, exactly, who, yeah. She's merely just like a pawn, um, yeah, executive. She's not CEO of and the he, whole thing. No, no, just like a peon. Yeah, you know, account account manager or something. <laughs> but when they traveled, or when she offered number five that position in corporate, and then took him to their their place, the time did come up, right? It was like the fifties. Yeah, nineteen fifty five. So they're stuck in nineteen. Well, not maybe not stuck, but maybe that's the time period they chose to. To just reside in. Yeah. So th- that's where I was really thrown for a loop on the whole. Did they, because I, I guess I'm thinking like they're just humans. When like they're, they're humans that develop they're, the time traveling technology, they've gone to the future and they decide to create a corporation around maintaining that. But then when you find out that the father of the Umbrella Academy is from another planet, it leads me to believe, well, these individuals might not even be humans who kind of like, like I imagine back in the fifties, they developed time travel 
and then that they just make this their job. So I don't know is so that's what also I'm confused about. So I don't know if if they chose if they have can create time travel. I don't know if it was maybe one of the in the very beginning, it's 43 babies that were born that day, right? Yeah. So is it that one, is it like actual, like the billionaire's kids? He's just planting out seeds everywhere. Like when he, when they all left the planet, maybe they all gave birth and that's just how they give birth. It's just one day. And he was trying to collect all the kids he could, <laughs> or is it, um, or are those 43 part of the commissioner or whatever. And they have their little business set up. Is it one of those kids that went back in time and, you know, his like extreme intelligence thing and create can create time traveling briefcases? Yeah, well, I think that when Klaus takes his little visit to the afterlife, um, the little girl who's supposed to represent God, God, yeah, yeah um, tells him uh, she created all these kids. She put them there, and yeah. so it must be a part of some grander uh, plan. Again, it just it seems to in, invite just this huge amount of confusion to to a series that's not very linear like a lot of other Marvel movies or DC films okay. where it's like good guy, bad guy, here's the story beginning, middle, and the end. This is like really convoluted with time travel introduced and we don't know who the major players are. Doesn't, there wasn't yeah. even any post-season like teaser no. or anything. You just kind of got to know. And then, I mean, when uh, Steve was saying that there's only like 18 comic book issues, that's not really a lot mm. of literature to go <laughs> on. <laughs> I mean, but that means that they can open it every, you know, open it up to interpretation. Yeah. Really, they want with it. I thought it was really well done. Like, just cinematically, they, when I hear about even introducing CG into some of these shows, like how much that costs for just a regular television yeah. series. It, it's usually the budget of the episode is the CG. So I, it made sense why Pogo wasn't in all the time. And yeah. Cause he was, a, guess, he yeah. was a good looking monkey. Yeah. But he missed all the, like he missed in the beginning. Like he missed that main fight that was going on when the assassins first showed up to their house. Yeah. He was just he was, like, he was completely gone that entire episode. When I feel like he, <laughs> that was probably one of the more important ones for him to be in. Yeah. He was just gone. <laughs> My house is getting thrashed, but I don't care. <laughs> what, what is he taking care of? I know. He's like the keeper of the house. That, yeah, does he even go outside? Can he go outside? What? Did he come from the planet? Where uh, the billionaire guy came from? I'm not even... Yeah, again, they don't even... <laughs> and then it was interesting, too. I mean, we're jumping around, but on the planet, when he's saying goodbye to his, his bay. Yeah, and she's fairies. Like, yeah, she's like, don't, flies, you, yeah. don't you look dapper. And then he's <laughs> it's like, yes, I do. It's like they were stuck in like some clockwork. Uh, what's it called? Um, just some like uh, steampunk era. And like steampunk just was, yeah. was their entire planet. And you just see all these rocket ships launching off in the distance. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a little close to, to his residence. And so, yeah, I was curious about that as well. Like, where did he get this ape? I didn't think it came with him. But even yeah, they, if he, I mean, they didn't show. Yeah, they didn't. But and even if he did make it, why? Like, you would think that maybe, maybe a technology like that might have been outlawed on his planet, and he's just like had a fetish about creating, 
I don't know about that. But. <laughs> Creating sentient apes and cyborg nannies. Lives, yeah. Well, Vanya was going through them like candy, man. I know, and they didn't, like, I was wondering, like, as she was murdering, like, literally killing, slaying yeah. uh, these nannies, um, yeah. where was the repercussion? What was the legal? Yeah, no, no police, no police reports or anything? Like, yeah, where are the bodies buried? Under the statue that got knocked over in the first episode. <laughs> or second episode. Oh, man. I did like how they kind of did the villain side of Vanya. Like, you never get villain backstories. Yeah. Like, they're just a bad guy in, in movies. So it was kind of nice seeing, like, where Vanya came from. So you kind of side with her, too. Like, you understand why she's doing everything. Yeah, where she was definitely just, pressured. Like, oh, I just hate everyone. Yeah. yeah. She was definitely what, pressured by that old man. To, what, yeah, what they... Well, I mean, he was a dick. <laughs> I know. <He> only <laughs> everyone, got, so... What did he only get, like, one hour of playtime per week? Yeah. Well, he had 30 them? minutes, and they couldn't even go up certain places. Yeah. But when that kind of messed up, like that that creeper boyfriend, I wanna I wanna get into yeah. that dude because you know that's quite a Harold Jenkins or Lauren Peabody, or whatever. His, yeah, what the name was kill this old man with a hammer. That's brutal. Because he, well, I mean, he he was born. He thought he was special. Clearly, he was not special in a different yeah, he way. He's happened to be born on that same day. Yeah, maybe his superpower is he's a murderer. But you know, I mean, he's the cardboard cutout of the mask. Like he's. He's all decked out and he wants to be one of them. He was definitely on soccer status. <laughs> and that old man just shuts him down like in front of everybody. That's, well, a, that's, that's like the creation of a villain right there. That's straight. What, wasn't it done like Incredibles like that? The little boy wanted that's to right. be. Yeah. And they'd had a lot of like movie references like the Fight Club scene. And uh, yeah. Oh, the Matrix good. with the club scene. That yeah, was, that was kind of similar. I mean, you don't see you don't see that many raves nowadays. <laughs> I mean, he was he was a furry. I know. He was he was going crazy in the club, man. Yeah, I don't know if you want to go down that rabbit so, hole, but <laughs> <laughs> so can ben, uh, not Ben can Klaus control Ben Klaus or Klaus? Oh, whichever, <laughs> both work. American or German, whatever. I don't I'll use both. <laughs> I don't think he controls Ben. I think that Ben think is like able to Ben is like his own thing. He can conjure the dead. So I think he can bring their spirits back. It's not like I don't I don't think, know his fist glue. Like I'm gonna make him do something. <laughs> I think his fist his fist glue. I didn't know that glue was a term for glow. Yeah, glow. Yeah. I mean I was just I would hope. I would hope we're both correct with this, but his. I mean, fist, I'm probably wrong. I'm gonna double down. His fist glue, and <laughs> and Ben just goes full on Cthulhu on these. So, so you think he's more like a gateway for Ben to be able to? I think so. Not him, him controlling Ben, but la- allowing Ben to do stuff. Uh, yeah, I think so because Ben cold clocked him in the face, and he lost that the tooth. That's pretty solid. Yeah. That's- so he went full on ghost. Patrick Swayze, rest in peace. <laughs> See another movie reference there. But he went full on ghost status by hitting Klaus right in the face. And so I think that he he is his own thing. He does his own thing, but he needs this medium or median. Uh, median. Yeah, in order to sort of be in tune with the physical world because he's a part of the spiritual one now. But then yeah, when they think- can see him, 
And people are looking at like, whoa, Ben. And even baby girl was like, ooh, Ben. You know, like she... <laughs> She's like, oh, you're looking good. You haven't aged, you know? Yeah. Like, you still look like... What you doing later after this fight? She's like, you look like the day you died. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> which they never really got into. No, they don't I, I wish they, they did. They don't touch on how, yeah, how he died. Because everybody or who... like why they left. Yeah, they you, you have to remember too in that hotel scene when uh, Klaus uh, conjures all of those spirits that the... Uh, what was it? Kiki and Coco and... Cha-Cha and Hazel. Yeah, Cha-Cha and Hazel. Uh, when Not he conjures, yeah, <laughs> when he conjures the spirits of the people that they had murdered throughout different timelines, yeah. you see they all look pretty haggard yeah. because, much like Beetlejuice, they kind of still have the dysmorphia like that they death. had. Yeah, but Ben doesn't. Maybe, maybe he's like, you know, another movie reference, Sixth Sense, where he's got like a little blood, little gunshot coming out the back. Yeah, you just can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. It could be something like that, but or he suffocated. I don't know. He would look like he would look strangulated in some way. So yeah, they don't even offer any hints. Nope. But I mean, he <laughs> they, died pretty swag too. I mean, leather jacket with the hoodie underneath. I mean, he was like he at least that's like, what we think. Yeah, he looked know. like he was going out. Yeah, he might have died you know, on with the date. Luther at the club. <laughs> 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 so, what do you think about? When you found out, because um, the two time traveling agents, they do have to carry a case with them. They keep it very corporate in terms of, you know, there's rules and regulations. It's not like they're just your regular hitmen. They they have pensions. They have to follow. They've got 401ks. <laughs> and so they've got rules that they've got to follow even when out to maintain the timeline. What were your thoughts when you found out that that case was actually what was used for traveling through time? Mm. so in the beginning episodes it kind of like hinted at it I didn't know exactly what it was um, but they when you know when the officers were going over that very first gun scene they were like oh these are not bullets from 1960 yeah like okay so are these dudes time travelers <laughs> like I mean they kind of and like I think there's some kind of like the ways they react to some of the scenery and stuff you can kind of tell like they're not used to what they're seeing so it was like oh this definitely looks different than what I'm used to so yeah. they've gone to the future now or whatever. Um, I don't know. I thought it was, I, I thought they could have touched more on, they left a lot of stuff open. ended annoying. Yeah. But I mean, maybe that's what they're going to dive down into more. There's other seasons. It's just, I don't know. And how, I like, those, I, I, uh, and how those tubes manifested. <laughs> just the, anywhere. Yeah. Just anywhere. You would hear every hotel they visited or in the bowling alley. Yeah. I was curious, like, am I just supposed to take this as, you know, Hogwarts just it's just magic? I think you're supposed to take it as Or is it like Bill and Ted where it's like they're shooting this tube off, but then they're gonna remember at some point in time there's a guy who's gonna install it and make sure it gets delivered there. Right. I think that they have to remember, like they've already done this timeline, right? They know where they're supposed to be. So they've already built a tube system there, I think. I don't know. But yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah. That's also gets really confusing. Yeah. Or, or like, because, you know, how they're so corporate, the assassins, that they have to, like, they have to go to these specific hotels in the future because they've already built a tube system in. That's okay. why when they got, when they checked into their room, it was like they had no idea what room it was, but he already had room for them. 
So, and is he in on it? The end manager? Like, is he part of corporate? <laughs> like, I don't know. Was he planted? Yeah, that was he didn't help that, the cops at all. Exactly. Well, how many hotel managers are really That's, eager when they're working the graveyard shift anyways to want to help anybody? But one, well, I don't think that the tubes were actually pre-manufactured because unless they moved to a different room, in the first room they were in, and this is just saying that it was the same room the entire time. The first room they were in, the tube was in the shower. And then they received another message and the tube was in the mini fridge. So unless that was a completely separate room, I know that they had one on the first floor and then they, had, they got moved to the second floor. Or they were on the second floor and then they were moved to the first floor. So maybe that's where the change happened. And that would explain that, yeah, the tube system probably was pre-installed. Yeah, I'm not sure. And that the hotel must be must be a thing. I don't know. Question. <laughs> then they're not gonna answer any of them. So I know. Our if we don't get a season two, then it's all for naught, I guess. You know? Do you want a season two? What would you like to see them touch on in season two? I'm not really a huge fan. Like I I know this is gonna be stepping on your toes. But I'm not really a huge fan of that Juno girl. Uh, well, on page. Yeah. I mean, I know you're a hardcore fanboy and all, but. Mm, <laughs> I mean, I don't hate her. I don't love her either, though. So, yeah. Whatever. I just felt like one, she didn't really fit with the whole group, which, if they were going for that as her as an outcast, yeah, I'm on board 100%. But secondly, She's just her acting too as the character and in the role. It just seemed off. Like the whole, the whole ensemble was cool, but I, I just wasn't a fan of her. And I know that, you know, she gets headlined in the credits and she gets, you know, front and center on bill on, on the billboard. So she's supposed yeah. to be the anchor character, the Tony Stark of the, of the show. Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. <laughs> yeah. She's the one who's supposed to be bringing in the viewers. It's like, Oh, Ellen Page is in this new show. I've got to go check it out. So, if they do a season two, I'm not really sure if I would, if I would be that eager. I would really probably you limp, wouldn't watch a season two. I would limp into it. I don't know if I would binge it the way I binge this one, just because oh. by the time we got to episode five, I was already invested. Like, I need to know what's up with this whole time travel stuff and where's it going to go. But then, like you said, they threw me for a loop with that whole, we ran through this timeline and then boom, five cuts a deal and everything just goes back. Yeah. I think, um, what if they just did it as them as kids, did more like kids side of thing, like some of their, their adventures rolled over. Well, it seemed like it was pretty violent what these kids were doing, like in that bank scene in the very beginning. It seems like, I mean, these kids were putting in some pretty skittish situations and i remember that it was back in maybe early 2000s when they were coming out with uh kids as or kids in like violent action roles so you had hit girl and kick ass you had the movie hannah uh where that girl was training to be like an assassin with that right and um there was another film and they were kind of talking about like should should kids be in these roles should they Mm be you know little kid john wicks all of a sudden. Yeah. So, so I'm not, I'm not exactly sure 
if I would be interested, like, yeah, there's, there's some comic series where the kids are in some pretty interesting, um, scenarios, but if they're going to then segue into like, you know, them killing people and dying and all this other stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about it. I, I didn't really think of it from that point of view. Like really have kids be fighting and dying or, you know, putting them <laughs> their, their lives in the line. Like, is that what we really want to show? But I also think it's kind of, would be kind of cool. Like how, you know, how like Star Trek and all those kind of shows, like their whole main premise is like different adventures. Yeah. Right. So like each episode is like, you know, some kind of different adventure. Like that would be kind of cool to see a season of like, you know, just their mini adventures that they did or, you know, like show highlight one adventure that they did and just you know elaborate a little bit on it and why it impacted them. So, I mean, they can do that forever or why like Ben died or, or yeah. why that makes, you know, why Allison left and all that kind of stuff. Why Luke Diego left like that. Well, and I guess, yeah, that can open up a lot of things too, because I mean, you have the, I forget the, the character's name, but she was the one that could say, I heard a rumor. Um, yeah, I mean, these kids almost became mini celebrities. And I think there's another yeah. series that's out right now. I can't remember which one it is, but it talks about either young superheroes or children of superheroes that also have superpowers and how they're almost born into this level of celebrity. And how do they cope with that? Are you talking about like the, um, the God, I want to say like the runaway kids or something like that? Or Yeah, that might be it. You know, they keep yeah, advertising that. that on Hulu and it's like, watch this, watch this, watch this. And it's like, no, I don't want to watch these, you know, ragtag kids. And then I hear about this show and then you're telling me it's the <laughs> runaway kids. It's like, maybe I should just yeah, check that like show that. out. <laughs> uh, yeah. My wife and I watched too. Uh, it. I don't know. It kind of also, that one was a little weirder though. I, I like this one more than I like the other. But then you have to bear in mind, they're going to bring that old man back. And so, I mean, you're going to be watching a show with like a, just this abusive parent huh? father figure. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, he wasn't like physically. Well, I guess he wasn't. He definitely wasn't physically abused. Mentally, a hundred. Yeah, he he laid into those kids. I mean, he. I mean, he even blocked Black. Luther from getting that smooch. You know, with baby girl. Four years. Yeah. On the moon also. Oh yeah, and four years on the moon. You know, sending back them packages, saving all that dookie up <laughs> up there on that. Throw them away. If you're, I mean, why even keep them around? <laughs> Even then, the afterlife. Oh, yeah, that was a mistake. I mean, what? <laughs> Maybe after like, you know, 90 days, you'd have been like, you know what? It's not really not working out. Why don't you just come back? Yeah. And uh, kick it here on Earth. Line. Yeah. Sends them up there in some RV. Yeah. Just doing the same routine every single day. Yeah. Man, four years. That's got to suck. Did yeah, you see that movie, Moon? I don't think so. That's a pretty awesome film. I mean, it's about a guy who's up on the moon and I think he's either terraforming it or harvesting minerals and then shipping it back to earth via like a mag cannon. So a rail gun that's so kind of like the Martian, but he doesn't get, does, he doesn't purposely get trapped on the, yeah. And so he's like, he's up there and he's like web chatting with his wife back at home, but they have to send messages because apparently the network's down Unfortunately, due to the time we're recording this podcast, it was the homie from House of Cards who is the voice of the robot. So I'm not really sure a lot of people might want to see that movie just based on his on his voice he, acting. Yeah, his well, just his current uh legal situation. Mm-hmm. But um so he's like the robot and he's telling him, Oh yeah, the network's down and 
So you're getting messages from home, but they're coming in a little bit later. Uh, so he can send messages and he's like slated to go home in a couple of days. So one of the satellite towers is down. He goes out to check it and crashes, gets knocked out, comes back, sees himself there back at the station. And it's like, what the heck is going on here? Or no, he got, I think he goes to check a satellite and then he finds himself out there. It's Already one, checking it or something. Yeah, it's like, like one sees. really weird twist where he, he then is brought back to consciousness and you find out that he was never going home. They were just cloning this guy. And when he would get into the pod to then go home, they were just incinerating him. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, a corporate found that it was a lot cheaper to just leave a man up there forever than and, it would. And- yeah, I don't know about the logistics behind that. <laughs> you should check it out. I think it's still on Netflix. Moon. Okay. Moon. Yeah, just M O O N. Is that how you spell Moon? Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you might figure like, hey, is there another way? Klaus, Klaus. Even, you know. Glow, uh, glow. <laughs> We're on a roll here. Pretty much. <laughs> so okay, five out of out of five, or or we want to do out of ten. What do you give Umbrella Academy? Uh, I would probably go seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. So you yeah. would seven out of ten. You'd I, watch again. I don't know if I'd watch again. Or, or know everything. Maybe to catch up things, or it. I would watch it again if like my brother came to town and wanted to see it. Okay. Right? I would sit through and watch it again with him for a first time, and then kind of like help him along the process a little bit, or at least what I know, or we can guide talk about him really. Yeah. And let me be your guide. Uh, I wouldn't watch it again just on my own to watch. Okay. But if someone okay. else hadn't seen it, I would watch. So we're talking like nines and tens would be definitely watch again. We're talking like office right. status, friends. Yeah, office all on repeat. Yeah. That kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, for me, it's probably going to be more like a six, like a soft six, not even a hard six. Soft, you know? So probably really a five. Yeah. It might be like a, like a 5.999. Okay. So I mean, and we're just rounding up. Yeah, we're just gonna round it up and say it's like a okay. soft, soft boiled six, okay. still runny, not really. Firm. So you you wouldn't watch it again? No, I wouldn't. Would you watch it again the same, same way that I, I would watch it, like with my brother? Or if my not brother even? came into town and he's like, I want to watch it. I'd be like, Good luck with that. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. I'll be doing something else for the next ten hours. Yeah, like uh, there are definitely I mean, shows that yeah I will rewatch it again. But this one, I mean, it was good one time through and I enjoy like talking about it, going over some of the hypotheticals the theories yeah. and the theories. Then I don't know, like, like a really great show and a true fan. You want to rewatch it for like the tidbits that you missed. Yeah. I don't really think or care if I missed much. But I feel, I also feel like this show would be a good one that they would hide tidbits pick up on now that now you know everything well that's true but i don't think it's like a i don't think it's a marvel franchise film like i don't think it's a marvel comic like wasn't steve saying like the the singer from my chemical romance um was the writer for this (laughs) come on mr east coast over here you know don't tell me you never dyed your hair your hair jet black of course not (laughs) so 
it would lead me to believe that maybe it's like a offshoot cam, uh, not camera, um, offshoot comic, um, publisher. So like maybe Black Horse or that's the only one, the only other one other than DC and Marvel. I'm not a real yeah. huge comic fanboy. So comic movies, yes. I'll watch them. I'll watch them. Yeah, I can't read them. I, I used to read them as kids and it's like you get I, 10 I, pages of storyline and you get 10 pages of ads and then that's it. You got to wait for the next issue until you're out three bucks. I'm pretty sure that they're also highly offended if you call them comic books. I think graphic novels is the correct term. Well, if it okay, if it were an anime, yeah, I would call it a graphic novel. I mean, but a, no, it's a comic book because that's what we call what I heard. I think that that's what they would be called here in America. That it would just be, yeah, it would just be called a comic book. If we're talking about, you know, an anime, a hentai, you know, whatever, uh, maybe it would be graphic. It doesn't offend me. I don't don't care what they're called. (laughs) I was just bringing it up. You're like, I keep, you're going to get a lot of people, YouTube comments. Like, okay. Well, I mean, we're pretty, yeah, we're pretty deep into the podcast. So if we're offending anybody at this point, I would say leave a comment that you made it this far. Smash uh, that like button. Yeah. It. Smash the like button. Smush it. And uh, make it make it glue. Yeah. Make sure you like and subscribe and leave your comments and buy my merch. And <laughs> what other shameless plugs can we put out there? Don't do drugs. Just what, um, yeah. What are you? Uh, what kind of sponsors are you looking for? Just trying to get that McDonald's money. You know what? McDonald's yeah, yeah. is too. I want like that Wendy's money. How about that? That's you know, a, so Wendy's being a little bit below McDonald's. I don't want to. I don't want to burn this any could bridges. Be future response. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to burn sponsors. any bridges. I want that Chipotle yeah. sponsorship because it's like, who are they sponsoring? I don't think anybody. Uh, they do sponsor some gamers, actually. Really? Because gamers aren't. Yeah, gamers are known to to go to Chipotle a lot. Okay. So well, I, I have seen like um, I don't know. Do you know who Optic is? They do. They're big in esports team. Or well, I guess not that big. They're more, mainly a North American team. That okay, does like so, Call of Duty and League of Legends and stuff like that. But I know that I they think so then. have like a Chipotle sponsorship. I want that Chipotle money. I want that. Oh, yeah. Even if they pay me with burritos, I'll take that. Even even if they pay me with tortillas, I'll just not take that, the tortillas. Uh, yeah, not that picky? N- no, not really. <laughs> no. Even Even if I they would, say we'll sponsor you, but you still have to pay for your own food. Like, <laughs> like you just so you could put their name on like free advertising for them. I don't think that's a sponsorship anymore. I think it's, yeah, they no. want to be on your ad space. Okay, so yeah, give me, they'd have to give me something. A hoodie, yeah. a hoodie would be nice. Yeah, like what a Chipotle burrito shirt, maybe. Oh, yeah, like maybe have the Chipotle CEO on talking about burritos and what's his favorite? Double rice, double cheese. You know, like is he one of the. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you're like, okay, hey, that's, okay. that's right in the feels right there. there yeah, yeah, it cuts deep a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I don't personally think, attacked on this podcast. I don't think you could really go wrong though. Like with any anything you're filling that burrito with, it's just it's a burrito. I mean, burritos are pretty good no matter getting it. Yeah. So, I mean, on that note, I think this went pretty well for your first time. Already huh? like good forty three minutes in. Yeah. That's a pretty good podcast. Yeah. And so and you're gonna edit everything out? No, this is a one take. Like from beginning to end. Like after I snap my finger in the beginning, like that's where I'll cut 
and then the podcast is just rolling. So it's going to be a full on, probably 30 some odd minute episode. And we'll see. So pretty much perfect take. You know, I don't want to jinx it because we get, we still have room. There's still runway left to mess up. And <laughs> I mean, but you've got good talent on, Joe. That's Whoa, hey, jeez. I mean, you know, I left room on this window. You're going to see it if you ever check out the YouTube channel. Uh, backslash. What is, what is your, where can I find you on the YouTube? You know, you can actually find me on Instagram. It is Ramon.Campamore. And I don't really... I mean, I post to YouTube. I don't know what my my handle is. Like when I told you to find me, is it just you just search Ramon Ramon Campamore, or was it? It was R dot. I, I think it was R dot Campamore. R dot Campamore. So you guys can search me or find me on YouTube there. Chances are, if you, you like, you've already found it if you're watching this. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, that's where you can that's where you can get at. I mean, you can see the video version. You can see Chris live and. And in effect, full effect. Yes, so we've got a super small view of myself because the room that I'm in is thrashed. But we've got a full on 1080p, super crispy, wide letterbox view. Chris, home in the studio, acoustics Sir. coming in perfect. Snowball looking good. Snowball mic, pop yeah. filter near my peas. <laughs> and the professional gaming headset. Next time, we're definitely going to have to have yeah. you. Gaming. Oh yeah, get sponsored by my like Oh, that we dude, those are clean, man. What's like the audio coming in through that? Because I'm using the Sony's, and this is more like a. I think it's just um a neutral audio tone, so there's no extra bass, there's no high trebles. It's just supposed to be kind of flat to allow me to hear the audio quality when editing vocals. I think mine is more for like surround. I don't know much about headsets, so I just grabbed a gaming headset. So I'm just, so where I can hear people sneaking up behind me in video games. That's what I go for. Yeah, you know, the only research I need to do is does it say gaming and does it say headset? <laughs> and price, yeah, I I buy with my wallet, so yeah. <laughs> whatever that lets me buy. And like if it's twenty dollars, it's probably trash. Yeah, basically it, I sit around the like eighty to hundred dollars. I think when, when a, I'm when I'm shopping for a headset, that's where I, where I that I go for, and then I just do like a it's the best gaming headset for this price. Whatever you know, I was, stuff I, and on that, like talking about headsets before I purchased these because I went down to Guitar Center in Oxnard, and like I'm a I'm the type of person I definitely have to go into the store. I have to try it on. I have to see it, smell it, feel it, and they had the headset set up, and these were ones that. We're getting really rave reviews on YouTube. However, I was also biased and being swayed one direction because of very popular gamer, uh, Tyler Blevins, who's rocking those. I forget what the name of the headset is, but they'd look pretty dope on camera. <laughs> and I figured, let me give those a shot too. Dude, those were way too tight on my head. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't Actually, imagine these, wearing those. These, if I'm gaming for like a long time, well, might be. Like I play with them for longer than like five hours. Really? Not that I have that much time anymore. <laughs> when I back in the day, my ears start to hurt. Yeah, these ones yeah. super comfortable. It's just I do have big heads, so I have to like this is like the full extent of the headset. And I watch people reviewing, and they're like all the way shouldered up. 
And it's like, how big is my head compared to, you know, some of these people that are out there? I mean, not that it's I'm Luther getting, sized. Yeah, no. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. So, yeah. I mean, that was the whole reason that I went with this one versus the one that Ninja is rocking. However, that one, it, it did look really cool. It sounded really crisp. Um, when I, t- when I tried it out, but so why, why did, oh, just other than that, it was too tight is the only reason why you didn't. Yeah. Uh, price wise, I think that headset was a hundred dollars more, Okay, but so. I knew that I was going to be using it for the podcast. And so it was more of an investment and I could, I and could if see, it was worth. yeah, if, if it worked, I could see using it. Um, but this one, it folds down. So I'm able to carry it with me and it came with a full on diagram. So you can tear it down and repair it. Um, if need be, you can buy parts individually. So fancy, definitely better than I was using an old pair of beats by Dre and those things just like fell apart. I don't know. Really? I actually heard they're, they're not that great. They're not. I mean, it's all looks really clean base, but at the end of the day, I was just really disappointed, uh, with the fact that I dropped mad cash at the time that they came out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Cause when they were. They were first coming out. They were pretty hot. Yeah. So, and that was one of the first purchases when I walked out of my local Best Buy and I was sat in my car and I put it on the passenger seat and fastened that seatbelt around it. Yeah. And I I told myself, I'm either going to lose these or these are going to break. And Whichever comes first. Yeah. I'm just going to be out that money. You did both? They broke. Yeah, they broke. And then then you lost them or... No, I still, <laughs> I still have them. The Beats in-ear are great for the gym, but I had that, I think they were the Beats solos and they just weren't working for me in the gym. And then by the time I wanted to use them for gaming and for, for podcasting, they were already so far gone and there was like a sticky residue on them. Yeah. I don't really know where that came from. Whatever you're sweating out. Exactly. So apparently I sweat adhesive and Yeah. It was just really bad all the way around, but I think we're going to cut it there. Sort of just going off and yeah. Well, thanks for having me on, man. Thanks for being on. It's been a while yeah, of course. and we'll have to make it a regular thing. I mean, if you like it, you check it on the YouTube when it comes out. And if you think that, you know, that your angle's looking good, my lighting's pretty on point. So when you see the video and yours looks kind of like you, I mean, like you could have just took your iPhone out and recorded yourself. I mean... (laughs) Well, I think I do it, have a lot of natural light coming in from the window off to my, I guess, my left, but your right. Really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Could have opened up my window. Some. I opened up the window and I, well, you know, got to invest in the lighting. So that's where we went with it. But um, I'm going to stop the recording. Don't oh. hang up yet. Okay. This is we'll just for the, yeah, after. this is all behind the scenes stuff. So as always, you guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you to Chris for being on. And... Till next time, see ya. Later.